Welcome to ReCW, your weekly look into the world of extreme. This week we are covering episode 89 as we cover episode 1 all the way to 401 of ECW Hardcore TV. You've got myself, Paul, and I'm joined, as always, by Jay and Griff on this wonderful extreme, no hard barred, no rules, inspiring journey. Happy New Year, 1995. Happy, Happy New, New Year. Year. Griff, what were you doing in 1995? Was it in 1995? I think I was probably playing Road Rage on the Mega Drive. That's a solid answer. That's a solid answer. Jay, what were you doing in 1995? Um, I mean, it was a bit of a downturn. I'd, I'd, I'd moved on to heroin, but um, <laughs> it only lasted for a little while. <laughs> Because of road rage. Insane, right? Say in the membrane. Could have been listening to Cypress Hill. They were a thing, right? Insane on the brain. I mean, I assume they were, but I've not heard Public Enemy butcher any of their lyrics yet, so I don't know if they were a thing yet. Oh, they just need to buy their CD. CDs were a thing. And we're taking to the 3rd of January, 1995. We start off with Jerry Styles wishing everyone, especially Griff, a happy new year. He tells us that Mikey Whitbrick's on his way to the ring. And you can tell this because he's looking around from the corner that he's filming from. In I'm in the, the Eagle's there. Nest. Is the Eagle's Nest gone? He still can't find any seats. Well, cause they, they sold the Eagle's they, Nest. They sold it out, didn't they? Because they were too popular. Oh. Yeah, he, still can't, he, he can't have a seat. I mean, he's got one of those stools with one leg that you can kind of like perch on, but you can't really sit on. Yeah. Fold back up into like a walking stick. That's all he's got. I like those stools. I wish I had invented them. Could have been called Paul's stool. You don't know yet whether you have. Maybe you you go back in time and invent those stools. What? Um, I yeah. like the intro because it's almost like Joey Styles like took part in our like last week's survey of wrestler of the year. Yeah, Mikey Rivka is quite the year. It's almost like this was his. Nomination. Yeah. Little nod to you. You picked him, didn't you? I did pick him. And I, thought, I can't oh, remember because we all went around. Jo- and I picked Joey as um, the um, non wrestler. Best Joey of the year. It's kind of a little poetic. Hmm. Well, someone who you didn't pick, who's got a poor little injury, is old Ron Ron Simmons. He's only gone and fractured his shoulder down to the hands. No, 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 no. He didn't fracture his shoulder. Oh. He was injured at the hands of crippling Chris Benoit. And that shooter, Dean Malenko, who yeah. only went and oh. shot on him. But... Fucking, that fucking thing needs to finish, don't it? I, I, think it was, of... I think it was the crippling Chris Benoit that got him, yeah. not the shooter. So he's hurt, but he's not real hurt, because that would have been the shooter, because it's the crippling Chris Benoit, so it's not the guy that's really hurts people it's the guy that pretends to hurt people so he's only really pretend to hurt even though he's pretending to be really hurt damn um so we go to the ring again briefly michael whitbrick versus don e allen nice to see donny allen back it, well do you really see him because they're in the match then we, then we cut back to joey stars again he keeps repeating himself then we finally cut back to the ring, and Mikey rings with a top rope bulldog. We get a review of 1994's Mikey, the year that was. 
him getting and losing. every segment is him getting beaten up. I know. I'm a loser, baby. I was quite, I was quite upset. Like the, I think apart from because even him winning the belt from um, Jason the pitbull. Oh yeah, the pitbull is him like getting beaten up, and he just happens to just put his arm over. I mean, I, I remember having this issue at the time and watching it back. It still irks me. Um, I'm irked. Um, the pitbull's shoulder is up. The the ref decision is final. Come on, you Whip wouldn't Rex's rather have down. No, I would have liked the pitbull to have stayed still for thirty for three whole seconds. I reckon the pitbull was just caught up because he was thinking about bad breed in the back of his head and the trouble trouble that caused him in the future. Yeah, need to bring in a partner because the team's not big enough for the both of them. Um, after the match, we get a little interview with Mikey and his old tag team partner Paul Wario. Is that his name? Did you notice before Aurier. the guy Aurier. with the cookie? I thought it was the Aurier, like the Did you notice the guy in the crowd with the cigar over his shoulder? No. Yeah, that was the thing. Oh, see? That's extreme. It was extreme. He's literally wearing a bloody hell t-shirt and everything. This is, what I, this is the thing about ECW this time. is All of the fans had to have a gimmick. You've got hat guy, you've got sign guy, Hawaiian shirt guy, and now you've got cigar over the shoulder guy. I've got a gimmick. Yeah, your gimmick's you go back in time and invent the pool stall. I do invent the pool stall. Blue, blue. Um, so he's he's in there and um, he's his mates in the crowds. He's sitting there talking, trying to act all pally with him, but it's a little bit patronising because he's like, hey, look, I'm amazing. You're my mate in the crowd. It's the Oreo cookie. Um, he then sucker punched by his mate and his mate then attacks him and declares it with Jason. I thought it was his My non-wrestler of the year. Oh, it's not his brother then, it's just his mate, is it? I think they mean yeah. brothers in like, these two are brothers, because they're so they, close, but they're not brothers, brothers. They were, the he was Mikey Whitbrook's first tag team partner, so he's come through with Mikey, and they started their wrestling journey together, so they're, they're wrestling brothers. They're, they're like the Shield rather than the Hardys. Ah, uh, Okay. He declares he's with Jason. He beats him up some more. I struggled to hear much of what Mikey and they said to each other because I thought the audio was really bad. Horrible. Yeah, it really so was. it took me a couple of segments from when Joey Styles piped up for me to actually understand what his name was. Yeah, there was a point where I, I, I thought they were calling him Paul Roma. And I'm oh. kind of sitting there going, that's not Paul Roma. Uh, something's gone horribly wrong if that's Paul Roma. Hercules, Hercules. I thought his name was Oreo. I thought it was Paul something. I thought it was the Oreo cookie. Right. Oreo cookie. <laughs> oh, we get the intro video. So that's it. 1995 is officially begun. Uh, we then go back to Joey Styles again for the 13th time this show so far. Just to clear up what we just saw. Jason's sort of there. He's like, how do you like my Oreo cookie? And um, my, my giant Oreo cookie. <laughs> He comes out to explain his plan. He says he's going to ruin him physically and mentally and spiritually. He's got a giant. He's got a five foot two Oreo cookie giant who's coming after Mikey. Yeah. To do what the pit bulls and 
the shooter Dean Malenko and Taz and various other people. Nine one one couldn't do. Couldn't do. It's because this is and like mentally as well. Enemies. That's why. Ah. It's the difference. This is personal. You can get beaten up by Mr. Hughes. Who's out there somewhere? Where's he gone? I can't fight you, Paul Oreo. I refuse to fight you. He's inside the Undertaker's own. <sighs> He's off rough necking. Just shouting for no reason. I mean, they get the Sandman and Woman. That's nice. They're going to show stuff and do things against Cactus Jack in Florida. I got annoyed because I wanted a dollar number to find out what they were going to do. And they never offered me one. Maybe that's what we should do. Maybe instead of doing a weekly podcast, we should do this over a hotline. I think we should. £2.50 an hour. An hour? No, sorry. An hour? Good Lord, man. <laughs> we, we, our show's like half an hour. We're not even going to break even. <laughs> that's all we like, what, 40p each? Yeah. Money. Oh, then we've got to pay our agents. Oh, yeah, we wouldn't like Yeah, I mean, really they get well. 10%. I might message Jason. Jason must be on Twitter. Can we message him and ask him to be our manager and do a little soundbite going, how do you like my podcast? What's his, what's his surname? Jason Jason. Sexy Beast. I don't know. Jason Knight. Jason Knight. His actual name is Ronald Jason Knight. I'm on it. Carry on talking. I'm on it. How do you like my Ronald Jason Knight podcast? Um, yeah, so they get in the line. They are politically incorrect and damn proud of it. It's on Facebook. Oh, I think we could do this. This is the challenge. Um, is this not the point where we stop to work out whether we should do this? I mean, that we can do this is one thing, but should we do this? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's what people want. If we can get Jason to talk... On this podcast, we don't have to do a show. We could just play that every we week. We can charge £2.50 per half hour. Per, exactly. And oh, then... It's his birthday in December. Happy birthday, Jason. Oh. I feel like we could do like ECW and be like, if you missed last Saturday's podcast, it is the greatest podcast forever. And we just talk about events that there's no possible way you could see. But we just do it in podcast form. So Saturday's ECW podcast review was amazing. So this podcast is a review of our review of the review. Oh, well, the Young Bucks tweeted in 2014, apparently ECW legend Jason Knight is burying us on Facebook. Wait, who in the world is Jason Knight? That was the 19th of October, 2014. Oh, that's nice. We'll We'll get there. He leaves ECW to go to Big Japan Pro Wrestling. Is he? You know why? Because he's got a giant, isn't it? That's why. Bobby Ocean. It's Bobby Ocean. This photo was taken my very uh, beginning of my career with my trainer, Jason Knight. Isn't he? I'm appreciative of everything he's done for me and shown me ECW. Oh, he's the best oh, of wow. Jace. Oh, wow. It's different there. Spoilers. On November the 3rd, 1995, Jason and Whitbrick ended their feud. What? What? Oh. Oh, so they, so we, we've just watched the first first episode of 1995, and they've just rekindled their feud, and it goes all the way to November 3rd, 1995, where spoilers, 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 
Um, they, they end their feud in a match for Whipwreck's World Heavyweight Championship. What? That's a massive spoiler. What did you say that for? Well, I did say spoilers like 15 times beforehand. And I'm spoiling something you're from say that 23 be years ago. What, is it TV Championship or World Heavyweight Championship? Does he win the main belt? He does. Yeah. So he's a... He's a what, what have they called it? A Triple Crown winner. Is he the I first? Think he's the first. Is he the, well, I can tell you my 1995 wrestler of the year already. And feud of the year. And feud of the year. See, look how much time I've just saved you all. Oh. Find out what I think about on the Sports Arena hotline, and I'll give my opinions on this. Two pound fifty in a second. <laughs> Quick. Or just hold on a second. And Griff, we'll give out your mobile number. Griff, give out your mobile number. <laughs> Oh eight hundred double O ten sixty six. Just yeah. call the one number. It's on everyone's lips. Nine one. No, don't do that. <laughs> do not do that. Um, so Joey Styles got an envelope, and in this envelope, he's got the name of Shane Douglas's next opponent, but he's not saying it yet. Did he not have the contracts? And I, I think at one point he said he had the contracts in this envelope. He's got everything. Yeah, in I think there. he. I think he. I think he had Shane Douglas signing contracts, and Which the other wrestler is signing up. his. He's got well, it all. They were they were going through the the solicitors to check out and do all the rest of it whilst they were standing in his. Well, they were they were being held in his hands. And all we know is is someone who doesn't currently wrestle for ECW. And I looked and said like, who was kind of like leaving big promotions at the time? Bulldog. And I found it really interesting. Who did you find out? You're lying. Name someone. I'm Name I'm someone. Name someone. Name someone. Yeah. Oh, you put me on the spot now. <laughs> Unbelievable. Max Moon. Barry Barry Horowitz. Oh. Good shout. It could be Barry Horowitz. It could be Jim Powers. Could be Jim Powers. It's not, but it could be. Or maybe none of them. Had a contract, and that was the double bluff. They're all just freelancing, independent. Other, other, other Hollywood blonde. And other, it could be, other, do you remember, like, King Mo? Yeah, of course I do. His tag team partner, Mabel. Oh, he's the third man, though. He's off joining the NWO at this point. Men on a mission. Um, so, yeah, after this, um, we get all the build, and they announce Benoit, Malenko, and Public Enemy versus Sabu, Taz, and 911, which is a bit of a precursor because they show the whole thing leading up to it about two segments later which I thought was stupid yep I thought wow that's a huge announcement then they sort of showed the um, whole angle later on and I was like oh wow they could have just held out it would have made more sense spoiling your own show we get a public enemy promo and they rap and obviously we go to the only public enemy fan of the show Griff to talk us through what happened back up off me back up off me did you like your... Where'd you get your jacket from? Where'd you get your jacket from? <laughs> Where did they get their haircuts from? They got that tag champ, money. It? It, it was just, it was just a good, um, a good Public segment. Enemy obviously. have gone out and got their hair braided. Hair braided. They got brand new jackets, which they didn't have to pay for. No. They didn't have to pay for. Um, and yeah, they go for like they usually do. They go from their comical self to to going serious. 
You switch um, it. When they go serious, their voice changes. So like, hey, where did you get your physical? And then on Saturday, we're going to punch you in the face. That's like... <laughs> that is an amazing... <laughs> An amazing impression. That's that's how their promos go. That is that is that is flyboy flyboy rocker rock to Samu nine one one. That's that's how it goes every week. Oh, what are we gonna do? We're gonna take you to the hood. We're gonna do this, do that. And then when we see you, we're gonna take our championship. <laughs> that's all it is every week. That's brilliant process. Thank, thank you. I really enjoyed it. I know you guys hate See? it. See, where's your Terry Funk now? Look, I can hold fault with the public enemy. Oh, public enemy. All I need is a few good men to make your mother a whore. <sighs> I just I appreciate disappointment all in one every time. <laughs> well, guess what? Public enemy are on the way to the wing wearing Christmas hats. Yeah. Uh, could have showed this last week but we didn't not even that the week before it's just yeah it's true it's the week before because la- last, last week, week would have been new year yeah, yeah. well bear are. in mind we've been told all about this we didn't have to see this at all maybe they're just quirky um, they're in action against oh, Sabu well, and they are also wearing their belts backwards quirky That uh, was original, though. I like that. <laughs> He's love everything they do. I, I love the fact that you love them. Love. It's to find something positive about the public enemy. Um, so they come out wearing their Christmas hats, belts backwards, and they take on Sabu and Taz. The match is all right. It's not as exciting as I thought it would be. A couple of good bits. Um, ends up with Dean Malenko and Chris Benoit coming out, attacking Sabu and Taz. So it's four on two. What are they going to do? You reach for the phone. 911 comes out, hitting a couple of double choke slams that look pretty fucking good for once. You know what? You can tell right. how much he's over. The crowd instantly were like, 911, 911. Fair play for the big man who's absolutely useless. The crowd absolutely <laughs> love him. He's the greatest hustle of a professional wrestler, isn't he? He really is. This is like Paul Heyman booking at its most genius. This guy oh. is shocking, but he's in this world of ECW, he's sort of becoming like a little megastar. You can understand why um, WCW signed him. And also, were very disappointed by signing him. Yeah, well, he's out of breath because they realise he can't actually wrestle a match. I know, like, literally, they get someone who can't wrestle a match, like Goldberg, and they give him a big, massive streak. But um, yeah, but Gold, no, Goldberg was a lot more after. athletic. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's, not, he's not out of breath and charismatic. I think at some point we have to find his WCW match and watch just that match and at the end of one of the shows do a bonus review of that match. Does he literally just have one match? I don't know. Oh. What was he? Mustang? Mustang. That's, that's his theme music. Mustang. Oh, shit. I've just realised what you're, what Jay's going to do. Oh. Move on. <laughs> uh, Paulie Dangerously is um, talk about the fans chanting ECW, how he appreciates the chant. 
but he doesn't think they've earned it until they beat up the public enemy. We haven't earned it yet. <laughs> I kept on thinking, when he kept on saying three words, I thought he was meaning like 911. But then he said ECW, went, oh. Those three letters. ECW. We will earn it. We, we will, will earn, earn the ECW champ. So, yeah, that was a shortened speech. We then get the news that Griff broke earlier that Shane Douglas's opponent isn't an ECW wrestler or a current ECW wrestler. That's exciting. It is exciting. We then go back to the ring as Stevie Richards loses to Tommy Dreamer. And he promises to, to produce the real Johnny Polo next week and straighten out this whole situation. That's exciting. Has Jay gone off to do a couple of calls on the hotline? Breaking news. Oh, he's back. Um, so 911 <laughs> yeah. is in WCW between 1996 and 1997. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> in that time, he was Tombstone, Sledgehammer, and Big Al. <laughs> Sledgehammer. Did he come out However, he was not the Big Al who feuded with Tank Abbott in early 2000. Tank's oh. back. Um, and as Big Al, he did have a match with the Giant. Oh, Chokeslam on a pole match. What, it's Big Al versus... Um, so we've got... So oh. Oreo. I've got... Um, <laughs> Lex Luger versus Tombstone. Are they still on the network? And uh, this is just YouTube. And oh. the Giant versus Big Al. All right. So, you know yeah, what episodes they are? Good, like what um, Nitro episodes they are? Uh, we'll hunt them down. Next week, as a bonus at the end of the show, we'll, we'll watch at least one of these Tombstone or something matches. That's fair, yeah? Yeah. Have a yeah. little, as a bonus critique. I regret everything about this conversation, but yes. That'd be fun. Um, yeah, Stevie Richards lost to Tommy Dreamer, Jay. What do you think about that? He promised that Johnny Stevie Polo's... Polo. Stevie Polo. I thought it was Stevie Richards this week, wasn't he? Was no, he Polo? this week he was Stevie Polo. Oh, God. I don't, I don't like all this, like... Mind games. Stevie Polo, Johnny the Body. I don't know. Stevie the Body. Stevie the Stevie Body. Stevie Flamingo. Stevie the Body. Stevie Polo this week. Uh, his... his Winning streak of two matches came to a shuddering stop uh, due to uh, the killjoy that is Tommy Dreamer. Um, and um, that's a great gimmick. Why is no one called the killjoy? The killjoy. Yeah, it was like my invention for a finisher, wasn't it? Called the spoiler alert because when I hit it, you know he's going to win. I just got no way of telling anyone to do it. When you go back into the 80s to invent the pool stool, you could be a wrestler called the Killjoy with the spoiler alert. I thought the spoiler alert was a great name for a finisher. Yes. Thank you. That's what I wanted. <sighs> Just saying. Yeah, so Johnny Polo's coming next week to straighten out the situation. Yes. How do you feel about um, that? Um, I'm I'm excited about that. I, I'm looking forward to that, and um, I can't wait to see the look on um, Joey Styles' smug little face after he continues to to rail on the guy. Yeah, 
Yeah. Quote Jay, yeah. never more. So now it's main event time. Main events. That's new. Um, Shane Douglas versus Ron Simmons. Ron Simmons only has one arm, like I remembered. I did remember this. Oh, I felt yeah. so proud. If I dreamt it in one of those awkward dreams. But no, it was him. Uh, it was an okay match, things considering he had one arm. He kept doing weird kicks that were falling over, and I didn't know if he was falling over or what. But I actually thought he, he was going to win it. He should have I won. don't know why it was a whole envelope debacle, but well, the, I thought... The fact they've already looked past him. Yeah, and he's already signed a contract. So I'm like, meh, signed a contract by the champ. So, um, he, he took the boot off. The boot was the weapon. Yeah. So he took the boot off and he kept sort of swinging him with the boot. I've never understood the boot as like a weapon. No, it's a bit weird, ain't it? Because, well, you know, you, you kick someone with a drop kick or a big boot and that's the boot. But you take the boot off and hit them with just the boot and it's more powerful. Yeah. But, so yeah, they, they use the boot a lot and then um, he tries to hit him, ends up hurting his shoulder. And Shane got the roll up for that one, two, three, picking up the W. And still. And still. And then we got the announcement. The former member of the Four Horsemen, Tolly Blanchard, is coming to ECW to take on Shane Douglas. And I must have been the only one out of us three to think, who? (laughs) (laughs) I'm just just all excited to be like, oh my God, who's it going to be? Is it Stone Cold? Is Stone Cold coming? <laughs> Stone Cold wasn't even a thing. You know what I mean. Steve, Steve Austin, finally. <sighs> Could have been Joey Polo. I was just like, you know, like those episodes where every big massive twist at the end, then it happens, you're just like... Oh, every time oh, it's been a letdown. It's been like King Kong Bundy and... Jimmy I still don't think whoever he said, whoever he said, like, I, I see it when I believe it. <laughs> So true. I reckon it should have been Animal. Oh, I'd have been a curveball. Or, or Crush from Demolition. Oh, too soon. I'm sorry. Um, so what did we think of this week's episode? Um, a lot of... Um, it felt, they didn't start off strong. I thought it was a lot of recaps. A few recaps. Um, but it was all right. Hmm. I um I, I yes I'm still on the podcast. Um, hey. I um uh, I I I just felt very heavy in in um shit we'd already seen before, um, which I know these things are a lot at the moment, and that's the thing. Um, you know the the whipwreck match at the beginning uh, was a throwaway thing to the point where they couldn't even be bothered to put the, the camera on it. Um, uh, the, the 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 giant Paul Oreo, um, as he now needs to, the, there needs to be someone wrestling a giant Oreo on a t-shirt in Zaddle. Um Consider it done. <laughs> I do consider it done. It won't be done. Um, and, and, and t-shirt with Paul stool on it. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, and then the rest of it was kind of 
filler and then suddenly there was kind of this burst into life of you had the match we all knew the ending of because they'd already told us what it's setting up ah. you had um you know you you obviously had the classic between stevie polo and tommy dreamer um foreshadowing the fact that that it was dreamer beating stevie richards that brings raven in is quite interesting hmm. um and then franchise with uh, his attack on um the one-armed ronald simmons yeah. So it was fine. It was just a bit. Yeah. It it wasn't the greatest. No. Next week, however. Next week might be the greatest. We'll find out, won't we? It's got to be the greatest. We've got Tombstone versus Lex Luger. Bonus. Bonus segment. Bonus segment. Um, yeah, that brings us to the end of the show. Is there anything else anyone would like to discuss? No. Oh. I'm looking forward to the next week's episode because I skipped ahead and I know what happens. So, well, only with one segment. But um, yes. Well, um, is it time for me to introduce this week's dramatic reading of a song? Not it, yet. Can you wait your turn, please? Um, yeah, I thought the <laughs> <laughs> the world stands for your amazing point. Make it good. Uh, He's made his point. <laughs> He's inside your face. It's on my game. <laughs> right. Take us home. Do you want to introduce it? Um, then I can say goodbye, then he can sing it, rap it, say it. Yeah, you're going to do the plugs first, or? I don't know. You do this bit, then I'll do plugs and oh, right. okay. do it. So uh, we were just talking about uh, Shane Douglas versus um, the one-armed Ron Simmons in uh, the beginning of 1995. And another famous one-armed person in 1995 was um, the drummer of Def Leppard, who had just released their uh, greatest hits album, uh, Vault. Um, So from that, uh, I thought it was only fair that Griff begs us pour some sugar on him and this bef- is the greatest strip joint song ever and before yeah. we get there uh, thank you very much for listening this has been ReCW <laughs> of Sports Arena make sure you like subscribe share go to zazzle.co.uk or .com search Sports Arena look at some shirts if you so choose no pressure we're on Twitter and Instagram at underscore Sports Arena I am Paul that's Griff that's Jay goodbye I feel dirty doing this with my clothes on. They take him off. Take clothes off. <laughs> We've not got any webcams oh. going. You do it. I'd pay two ninety nine an hour to listen to you sing this. Oh, sold. Love is like a bomb, baby. Come and get it on. Living like a lover with a radar phone. Looking like a tramp, like a video fam. Demolition woman, can I be your man? <laughs> your man. <laughs> Rouse one, dash one, a flash of the light. Telephone, television lover, baby, go all night. Sometime, anytime, sugar, sugar me, sweet. sweet. <laughs> Little miss, ah, innocent sugar me, yeah. So come and take a bite of, shake it up. Take the cap off, break the bubble. Break it up, pour some sugar on me. Ooh, in the name of love. <laughs> So, shoot on me. Come on, fire me up. <laughs>
Oh, God. Look how sweet. <laughs> Put your sugar on me. I can't get enough. Thank you for listening, people. <laughs>